Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Okay, so let's be honest. Raise your hand if you're already tired of some of these Christmas songs. Anybody? No? Oh, not many hands. I feel like everyone is still kind of getting into the jolly holiday spirit. I'll ask that question again in a couple of weeks, but I digress. Hello, everybody, and welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. Super unique and great, talented band today, guys. Dust Bowl Fairies from upstate New York. The way people describe them, the way critics describe them, it's, you know, Charlie Chaplin meets Clockwork Orange with a peppering of Alice in Wonderland with indie rock. I know, it sounds like a lot, but when you see these people perform and when you see this band, you're going to completely understand what they're about because they're all about talent, they're all about charisma, and they're all about good music in a very, very unique package. That's the, that's the situation. We are joined today by Ryder Cooley. She is the uh, main vocalist, accordion, ukulele, and John B. Wooden, who's uh, guitar, castanets, and vocals. And uh, we are going to talk about their latest record, guys, which was just released late last month, The Plague Album. It was a heck of an album, recorded, mixed, and mastered at home at Ferry Headquarters in Catskill, New York by Mike Shoemaker, and uh, it, it, it's a heck of an album, guys. Every one of their songs has a really unique story in this album. You know, Dust Bowl Caravan was about cheering themselves up in the, in the pandemic. Sirens was about Me Too, the Me Too movement. Serpentine Samba was about a mystical sea serpent, the Kraken, who the band has regendered as a belly dancing queen. I mean, it's a very unique uh, world that they've created, and we are very lucky to, to be able to share it. So we welcome them to the show. Uh, stay tuned for a unique performance of one of their songs, Ivix, uh, which is a, a really unique tune as well. So we thank you guys for joining our show. If you're new, please uh, you know, give us a rating on iTunes and Spotify. It means the world to us. We also just gave our website an updated look, jrodconcertspodcast.com. So if you want to go and check that out, super cool. Without further ado, guys, this is the Dust Bowl Fairies on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hi. How are you guys? Um, good. This, um, this, is a, this got us together. We haven't seen each other in a couple weeks. So ah, that's nice. Yeah. We've, um, I mean, usually Dust Bowl Fairies is five piece band but right. uh it's basically been john and me um and hazel and hazel yeah <laughs> yeah so, there's uh, hazel <laughs> so so for the audio audience hazel is a taxidermy uh you know i don't know how you guys want to call it like side member of the band you know these are spirit animal spirit animal there you go mm -hmm. beautiful that's <laughs> great and and okay and how, how are you guys uh, feeling connecting again after a few weeks rider uh, feels great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
haven't been playing as much music lately, and so I'm happy for this happy for this opportunity. Yeah, that's great. But, that's uh, great. So we're catching you guys in a really nice, uh, jovial day. And in addition to that, you know, you just released the the video for Candy Store, which is an eight minute saga. We loved it. Oh, <laughs> great! Thank Thanks. you. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you could see it because apparently it's not <clears throat> working on certain phones. Really, so, uh, iPhones have difficulty with it. Um, oh, I hope it gets sorted. Yeah, we got the preview a few weeks ago, but it was great. Absolutely. Oh, great. Thanks. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it came out on um, Mixdown, MXDWN Magazine uh, yesterday. Wonderful. Yeah. Definitely want to talk to it about it in a second, but, okay. but obviously, yeah, like your new album, obviously, The Play Garden is coming out November 20th. Um, you know, but you guys are, you guys are awesome, you know, Ryder and, and John. You know, you guys are so full of uh, personality, colorful, unique, ir irony. You know, mm. we need a lot of that, in, especially this year. So it's it's been great to just deep deep into your catalog, the three albums. Just it's been it's been awesome. We're really happy to have you guys on the show. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So um, you know, I mean, where do we even start? Okay, so obviously, you know, John, you're a full time musician, right? That's right. Cool, cool. And then, um, of course, you know, uh, writer, you you have a very unique background as well. Uh, how did you guys meet? I know Ryder just started as like a female trio, right? Mm -hmm. Well, um, we're, there's this amazing um, venue called Helsinki Hudson. It's in Hudson, New York, which is our neighbor town um, here in the New York Hudson Valley. And that's where we met uh, Hazel and I host the open mic there every week. Mm -hmm. And John started coming a few years ago, and um, he, he, a lot of people who come to this open mic, you know, they come once and then it's like uh, their new addiction. They have to come every single week. And John wow. was that person. You've barely ever missed any of them. Oh, it, it's amazing. Really? Like, I, I had gone, you know, trying to find open mics around the area before, and it was like, I was a little intimidated by Helsinki mm -hmm. at first because it's, um, it's in this big, this big restaurant, you know, half restaurant, half stage, professional stage room, um, complete with like a dedicated sound person, uh, you know, and and a host and a co-host and, you know, a bunch of other regulars who are like used to going up on there and having the theater right. lights hit you and everything. It is an amazing experience and it's yeah. sorely missed yeah. in, uh, Very sorely in 2020. Missed. You, you're the new guy, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Okay. For I, uh, a while. For, yeah, I started, I started going like, what, three years ago about? To the open mic? Yeah. I can't remember. Another two or three but years. But you've been in the band it's 2020 a couple years, really right? You've been yes. in the band since at least 2018. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool, John. I, but, but this place is still open. I feel obviously not this year, but it's still like functioning, right? It, it has yeah. yes. closed for good or anything. Okay, yeah. good. And we actually just started the um, a virtual series there um, called Wish You Were Here, H-E-A-R. And um, so it's going to be probably once a month. Uh, John and I are like the house band of the show. And so then we great. have guest musicians coming in. So I think the next one's going to be December 11th or 12th. And it's it's just, you know, it's a virtual streaming show, but uh, it's so nice to be, be back in that club. Yeah. Fantastic. 
these places are like the souls of America, I got to tell you. And they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to protect them at all costs. Uh, Ryder, you're such an interesting artist, I have to ask, because, I mean, look, you hold an an MFA in electronic arts, a BFA in sculpture, you know, uh, but musically, like, you know, you you studied accordion, you know, with people like Paulina Oliveros, very accomplished in her own right. Mm -hmm. So like, let me, let me ask about that. How how was it like learning from someone like, like Paulina? Well, Paul, I actually had a a mentor, accordion mentor before Pauline, who is a klezmer musician, uh, Jeanette Levinsky, Mm. and she's in San Francisco. And I found her because she was busking in the subway. So I, I worked with her for a few years and that's where a lot of that um, kind of klezmer influence, Balkan influence came into the music, uh, was working with her. Then when I worked with Pauline, of course, she is was doing the deep listening and it, she was very into improv. She wasn't in, interested in songs at all. Interesting. I've always been somebody who I, I love songs. I love lyrics. I like some structure, but I did learn a lot about improv with her and um, the way that she could play the accordion was so incredible. It just felt like a part of her body. And she was always a little frustrated with me. Um, she <laughs> called me precarious. She always mm. called me precarious, but um, she... Uh, I really, I do think the thing I learned the most from her was about listening, really. And and that makes sense because her practice was called deep lis- listening. And mm. so for improv, really listening, you know, to your own instrument and all the other instruments and also all the other sounds in the room and the universe and tuning in and it really helped me also because I'm very well like you said mentioned my background is visual art so I'm a very visual person and it's it's been hard for me with with like some of the electronic music and you know people using the computer and yeah. uh it's not it's not very theatrical it's not very visually stimulating but i found i learned from pauline that what you have to do is close your eyes and then it's is visual because you're hearing all these sounds and the picture is inside your mind not outside um so it's a whole i love that that's really nice whole other world of images just inside inside of you yeah yeah that's such a beautiful thing wow that's great and and john you know in addition to guitar you also do you know castanets you do some vocals (laughs) just uh, you know before touching on the new album just uh you know just give us a little bit of your background have you always been a guitar player like what is is your family Uh, dna like where does it come from well my um my my mom and dad um met because they were they were both double majors and they had one major in common music Mm, Um, that'll do it yes i definitely was surrounded by music like since i was born um i uh i'm a multi-instrumentalist but i mainly like guitar is my main instrument um and yeah it's fun it was fun joining the band you know originally writer um asked me if i could drum for them because the drummer at the time wasn't able to to make a lot of rehearsals in the shows Mm -hmm. uh, the upcoming shows for that point so yeah so i'd i'd played like drum set before but i but i know that dust bowl fairies has a big bass drum you know that it's very different it's kind of a 
per, more percussion based type of thing it turned into a lot of fun like playing an instrument that you know but in a different configuration mm-hmm. yeah it's wonderful it's drum crazy. up on a stand and have it i always call, think of it as like circus drum or something but yeah, it, was, it is kind of like a, a just a stand-up percussion set really yeah it was theatrical you know you, you looked like it looked it felt cool to be <laughs> drumming on that yeah so yeah so i ended up doing like um uh, percussion type things and for one of the songs i was thinking it would be funny if the, we'd have castanets in it right and and Ryder took me seriously and like yes yes let's <laughs> do that do you have them like i collect instruments i have a lot of instruments so of course you know i, I dug those out and super and that's what we used for uh for the sirens video yeah shot in our local theater movie theater um which rents itself out sometimes as venues mm-hmm. as, as a venue to like to film and stuff and so cool yeah and then later on like things shifted around a little bit and i became the i became the acoustic guitarist for the group and it's I love been it. like that ever since but he still <laughs> plays the castanets yeah. and good, good. the great thing about the castanets is what we didn't know is that he would have all these great dance moves that go with the castanets. <laughs> <laughs> really okay cool i tell you it is really hard to deadpan this I bet like, that feels <laughs> weird to just do this straightforward like that. You kind of do have to like move around. Oh man, we got we can't wait to see you guys live. Um, before before we touch on some of the songs of the new album, writer, you know, you have so many great hats. You're a leader also in, in you know in gender representation, I, and we love that, right? So um, one of the values of our show. So I wanted to ask you like, how are we doing as we head into 2021? You know, with equality, with women being represented in music in the business. How do you see where do we stand as, as a country? it's i don't i don't know i think there i think i think there are a lot of good things happening and it is important to think about um some positive aspects of uh i think you know um there's definitely so much more gender equality i um in the music world i think we still have a long way to go mm. but there it is so much more equality there and in terms of um i think um people's sexuality and you, you know sex, sexual orientation and um lgbtq sort of presence that we've really come so far with that and um, people just being able to explore different identities and um, that's so much more culturally accepted now so that's that's a really great thing i i you know i i'm mostly a live music person and i would say john is too we're kind of almost (laughs) like born in the wrong century so Mm. it's it's tough doing the virtual thing uh and and i don't i'm hoping that we can come back to doing live music but you know it may never be the same i don't know what's going to happen to the venues even if we have to perform in bubbles (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm hoping that we're i'm hoping if everything's not going to be like trapped in this uh strange electronic world that we're in right now i agree um but i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen and i think that that's what right this time is about for all of us like letting go 
of everything that we were used to, all of our expectations, and just being open to uh, what is to come and um, being able to adapt ourselves. So we're trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I feel, and especially for live acts like you guys, you know, we, we, you got to have that intimacy. So I, I, I'm still an optimist. We'll get there, just maybe not as fast as we would have hoped, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, let's talk about some of the songs on the new album. Uh, wow, where do, where do we even start? I mean, Sirens, we just kind of talked a little bit about it because it definitely deals a lot with that Me Too thing. But let me ask you about Pandemic Tango, uh, writer, which you are wonderful in the piano in that one. Um, it's one of a few like pandemic themed songs in the album. Um, what can you tell us a little bit about that song? Oh, that song, it's, it's, um, I would say the songs that John and I worked on during the quarantine and the pandemic time was like to kind of cheer ourselves up and make, a. uh, to make light of the situation in a way, I have a little dark humor. We love dark humor. <laughs> so um, hey, as well, yeah. it's really just um, a, a song about all of the social distancing that we're all doing and with a little kind of like reference to the old plague days. I was always so fascinated with the plague. When, yeah. um you know grow, growing up and now it's like yeah. oh I bet, it, you know. it, it looked like a thing from the past right the black <laughs> yeah. plague yeah yeah exactly. now now we're in our own like our own version and um yeah at least we don't need the um pocket full of posies uh, at least we don't um yeah it's a pocket full of hand sanitizer instead <laughs> Uh, unbelievable unbelievable uh john let's talk about serpentine samba right because that is uh that's mm. it's it's a wonderful song it's uh it's a trip it's it's like reading a dickens book right the cracking and you know just uh just tell us a little bit about the creation of a song like this how, how what is the creative process with the songwriting how does it come alive into a finished product well um that was that was definitely writer's writer's project um we were we were going to perform for a steampunk gig uh, convention, steampunk convention uh, thing where the star was the Kraken, mm -hmm. um, a nautical, nautical sort of um, s sort of theme in it. And uh, writer is she? She's the main writer of the band. That's Wolf Fairies. It's mostly her music. Every once in a while, I'll I'll come up with one or we'll write some stuff together. I think this was definitely writer's baby though that is the song though where i came to the band it we i told the festival we write a song and then I, yeah then we were so busy and it was like oh shoot that was what why did i say that so we wrote <laughs> it pretty fast and i was like hey you guys you know do you have any ideas for <clears throat> for verses and everybody kind of like threw out a little idea um well, they yeah. didn't they didn't quite help out as much as i was hoping but <laughs> <laughs> they did I, each little tidbit everybody gave a little tidbit and then that became a verse of the song so what was yours do you remember oh um well writer basically like sort of gave us a prompt where like okay we're talking about the kraken but in in our case the kraken that we're talking about is a uh, a, a queen of the deep um like we regendered re the the classic notion of it, uh, and that she's kind, and that really, you know, 
uh yeah she was gonna be like the belly dancing serpent sea lady sea serpent um, right turned yeah. it into a thing like oh okay yeah that's that that's similar to other songs that we have in the band so it's <laughs> so fun so, so what fun. can we do about it i i sort of pictured it like um like she had a big like core undersea restaurant mm. type of thing and she was the chef for it so she seemed very intimidating it. you know wilding around but really all she was doing is just like you know come gather uh ocean oceaneers seamen the tentacles and i will i will mirror the best dish of the we have know, a very overactive like, imagination like mom i love it <laughs> we need, we need that. and that's what makes you guys so special keep it coming oh my god love it okay um Thanks. you guys are being so generous with your time i do want to ask you about candy store because the video just came out but the song in itself is fantastic and, and it has a nice story right a writer i mean um your grandmother it's, it's yeah. an old kiddish song and your yeah. grandmother taught it to you uh, and mm -hmm. then you changed a little bit of the lyrics. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about, about that and your grandmother and all that stuff? Okay, so my grandmother was a musician. She loved to play piano and she loved to sing and she was a big inspiration to me. And um, the candy store, you know, most of the songs she did were a little bit more like popular tunes, like from the 1940s or something, um, like Sinatra stuff and uh kind of like sappy uh love songs and and that kind of thing but then she had a couple of these like more darker uh macabre songs and um so this was one of those and of course i loved those uh and macabre ones and i somehow just always remembered it and um so but I could only remember the first verse. So the first <laughs> verse is the when there was a candy store, business was bad, asked my wife what to do. This is what she said, take the gasoline, spread it on the floor, take a match, make it scratch and no more candy store. Uh -huh. So that was the one that she taught me. And then over the years I've added um, verses. So we have, and then those verses were much more kind of like intentionally about, I aspects of our contemporary culture that are that you know may need to be changed or um, burned down, and uh, so we have the jailhouse. Um, so that's really kind of about um, prisoners' rights and um, the corruption in the prison industry right. um and then we have the brothel so that's kind of about sex industry uh corruption there um and i'm not saying that all brothels are corrupt or all prisons are corrupt but we all know you know that it, those a lot of things go down in those places and then um the madhouse um so uh, all places people want to escape from. And yeah. Currently, one common simple solution. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. It's fun well, to guys, think about anyway. Yeah, I mean, we can't wait for the play garden to come out and for people to enjoy it. I think, I think, guys, it's going to create a big impact because every song is completely fantastic. It it, it actually rewards repeat listens. Uh, you know, you know, we gave it several spins and it just keeps getting better and better. The mark of a great album. So, congratulations, guys. Thank you so Thank much. You. Of course. Now, is the rumor true that you may perform a little song from it for us? 
yeah, we were thinking of playing um, the Ibex song, and since it's Friday the 13th today, the day that we're playing it, that seems appropriate because it's, it is on the Plague Garden album, and it is about the extinct Pyrenean Ibex. Um, this is an animal who was, uh, they tried to resurrect it in a laboratory, uh -huh. and they um, accomplished that, but it died. Um, the one that they resurrected, it wasn't really <laughs> resurrected, it was like a uh, domestic sheep that yeah. they put the d DNA in or something horrid, oh my and God. then it, it died within uh, seven minutes. But, you know, this was like a big scientific moment you know like maybe we can kill maybe we can kill everything and then bring it back to life you know like one of those ridiculous <laughs> what's wrong with ideas. us right as, as a species <laughs> i don't know what's happening with us but, i know yeah. <laughs> wonderful can't wait oh sorry hazel hazel really likes this one because uh you know she likes the the animal songs very nice Mountain gold of the setting sun Tranquilized with a gun Mountain gold of jubilee Resurrected in laboratory And it's one, two, three, four, five Seven minutes go beating by And it's one Yeah. 
heart stopping. Unbelievable. Writer, John. Unbelievable. Right. It nice. sounds so, so right. great, guys. Thank you guys so much for your time. I got I have to tell you, we're so grateful that you guys are here in the universe just spreading this beautiful art. We need it. It's unique uh, and it's enriching. So thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we're so glad that you're in the universe too. <laughs> appreciate it. And, you know, I hope our paths cross one day when things return to normal. And guys, have a great weekend and good luck with everything. Thanks so much. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.